Oh, hi, Josh. Oh, shit. Are we doing this tonight? I mean, allegedly. <laughs> well, you know, that was supposed to be a joke, but Josh <laughs> might be done before we get started. Holy shit. Ah. I mean, holy shoot. Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not another word, stitched. YouTube angry people. Wait, no, you can use that in a in a comedy context in the beginning of videos now, I think. Or have it for a while. I didn't hear anything I you know. just said. Perfect. Hopefully YouTube didn't either. Yeah. Hopefully YouTube's choking <coughs> on this thing. Oh, shit. Oh, it doesn't hear either. Distraction. Anyway. Hi, hi everybody. Oh, I thought you were going to continue on with that. <laughs> I probably should have. Hi, everybody. I'm Josh. I am Sorbon Hale from the Black Tower Podcast. Um, I'm going to start learning how to say that in other languages because I think it'll be fun. Um, and yeah, uh, welcome to another weekly, welcome to another dose of taint. Open your mouth and close your eyes and then you'll get a big surprise. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like that plan of action. <laughs> Sounds like a good way to get your eyes glued shut by accident. <laughs> Not that I would know. Yeah. The important thing, the important lesson from that is just to don't procrastinate cleaning things that are dirty, you know. Then it gets stuck on there, it dries, and you're screwed. That is an important lesson. <laughs> That's the lesson. Don't be like that. Don't be like Mr. Krusty Pants that was next to me at plasma donation today. That was, don't do that. It's bad. Well, anyway. You know, start your own pants. You know you have a problem. <laughs> anyway, I'm Andrew. I'm your by Jean Mahel. I do is, some things and I don't do the other things. And I've seen him. You can let your imagination run away with what those things may or may not be. You can. That's true. Artist interpretation. <laughs> artist, artist interpretation. And if you ever thought, if you were ever sitting around one day just being like, dang, my life is not tainty enough, and you thought you need more taint in your life, did you know that you can go to blacktowerpod.com, and right there is our taint dispenser, also known as our merch store. And you can taintify yourselves to let everybody know that you are deliciously tainted, and uh, you'll be offering them scoops of tainted love. Because that's what you do as Ye a tainted dispensary. patron of the Madman's Peace. By the way, that's a dope name for a tavern. And I'm so glad that we thought of it first. Oh, Madman's Peace? Yeah, it's copyrighted, by the way, for any of you who want to steal it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so we'll copyrighted. See. I copyrighted that so hard. <laughs> Official. It's registered. It's copyrighted within the, within the geographical and political borders of the state of Utah. That's right. That's right. We couldn't afford like the nationwide, much less much less the worldwide copyright. The international, the international patent yeah. that's still not recognized in Syria, Mo, uh, Morocco, and uh, Madagascar. To be fair, I think there's a lot that's not recognized in some countries. True. I'm going to leave it at that. Anyway, uh, we're super excited about this episode. Um, Dude, this is going to be cool. This is yeah. a cool one. 
gonna be beyond cool. This thing, it's gonna be fucking epic. Y'all are gonna love it. We already love it. I hope it. you have your headphones on. I hope you're listening closely because this is gonna be a good one. Also, yeah. Lumi says hi. Hi, Lumi. Again. Say hi. Reprising, to... <laughs> reprising their role from last week. Last week, <laughs> Lumi, the dog, invading. You just yeah. don't care about anything but yourself, do you? Do you? But yeah, so uh, one of our fantastic friends over at Road to Tarvalon uh, wound up connecting us um, with our fantastic guest today, and we got to sit down and talk a little bit a couple days ago, uh, plan this out and have this happen, and thankfully schedules worked out to where pretty much almost uh, immediately we're able to go ahead and bring them on. Yeah. Think about that, but, though, guys. Think about that. We we met and spoke with this person just a couple of days ago, and we're like so excited about what this person does that we wanted them on immediately. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. That's just it's just exciting. Just, Rafe Jetkit, no, not Rafe. Yeah, right. I wish. No, I, well, yeah. But fantastic guests. Anyway, <laughs> come on in and say hi to everybody there. Hello, hello, everyone. Hope we're doing well. Everybody's everybody's now watching, being like, "Who's this, this guy? <laughs> why, why are they so excited this about this?" This is the showrunner for the. <laughs> yeah. like, well, That's it's, it's not probably brave. just because of the name Jordan. You know, Robert Jordan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the two initials, just in the wrong way. That's right. That's right. They're back. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's why we were so excited. Yeah. Okay. See ya. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as as many of you know, RJ, we've started. We got Jr. That's right. Uh, we can't get RJ or RJ two, but we got Jr. That's fine. Um, okay, so as many of you know, we tried to do like a first time reader. We're starting to move into like a first time reader kind of a segment. And and Jordan, you've actually got a real interesting uh, experience uh, with with reading the books. Do you want to go ahead and just tell us, you know, how you found the books? why you started reading them introduce us to your experience in being introduced to the wheel of time definitely um actually you could probably introduce yourself first and <laughs> tell everybody where you're from and what yeah. you do and yeah yeah <laughs> um, my name is jordan as you can you can see there on the screen um i'm an audio engineer and a composer and i'm in ontario canada so my little quick story i'll try to make it brief is I edit for a Tolkien podcast called the Prancing Pony Podcast. Some of you might know of that podcast. Um, and through that podcast, I'm good friends with a lot of Tolkien people. And I uh, started editing a little bit of a new podcast called Watch Party Wheel of Time. And until uh, their host took over to, uh, because I didn't have time. And they could do it anyways. So I got to see a couple of episodes of the first season of Wheel of Time because of that. And I had been aware of the series, but I'd never read it before. Um, so probably three or four episodes in, maybe at the most, I was like, okay, where's the audiobook for this thing? <laughs> and uh, got myself the first audiobook and dove in and uh, caught up. I didn't finish... I might have finished the first book before the end of the season. I think I wanted to, to make sure that I got there before the finale. Um, 
so from that point on, though, uh, after the first season ended, I read all of the other books and finished them before season two started. So I was obviously uh, in. I was in. That that feels like that feels like feverish levels of reading, man. <laughs> there, I, I will say for books, probably twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. I was going on like hour and a half, two hour long walks every day, to to because I had to get back into it. I had to know what was going on. So so when Brando Sando took over, that's when it really kind of. Well, that's when I was like, okay, I'm in the end game now. I gotta. I gotta, you can feel everything start to head back, you know, to, to the, to the finish line. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just go straight through. Um, and I, I mean, I have memories of reading, uh, you know, parts of the other books and even parts of book 10 where I had heard like rumblings that, you know, some parts of the fandom think that there's like a lull in the in in that and i can kind of see that but i was so in anyways that i didn't even notice i like (laughs) after that happened i was like wow really people think that that's crazy (laughs) the slog is a lie the slog (laughs) is a lie i was too invested so that's my kind of story of how i how i read them and i'm on a you know i started right back from the beginning again as soon as i finished so that's probably going to be my life from now on because it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, well, that TikTok say, audio that's going on. Well, this is going to be my personality for the exactly. future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do say that the, the best series to read after you finish Wheel of Time is Wheel of Time. Again. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Yeah. That's, that is that is it's, 100% true. It's very true. Yeah. So, like so do you have plans for a reread in the, in the near future? I'm going to just continually reread, I think. <laughs> because, especially because I find, you know, with, I'm, I'm a big audiobook person. That's pretty much all I, I do. And um, it's the kind of thing that I can just fall back into. And, you know, as I'm doing chores or something like that, cleaning up the house, I'll notice that I've gone through two or three or four chapters, you know, and uh, I don't know. I just like, I just love being there, you know? Yes. Yes, I do know. <laughs> I, think, I think you guys might know. <laughs> so what's your idea. favorite organization in the books and why is it the Black Tower? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got my answer. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, but like the do you have like a favorite group? Hmm. A favorite peoples or credo or nation? Hi, Lumi. You wanna say mm-hmm. hi? Say hi. Yes, you're pretty. You're very pretty. Especially I this might just be because I just started over again recently. But I just really love how like going back to Emmons Field how like self-contained everyone is and how clearly that comes across, you know, that they're just like, this is a kingdom. <laughs> Never heard of that. You know, that, that it's, <laughs> it's very like, it might be because it's very Tolkien, you know, that kind of like the Shire of this world, you know, we're just kind of tucked away in the corner and I grew up in a small town. So it, uh, it definitely fits for that. 
So, but I remember reading and when the black tower stuff came around, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, there's so many times during the series where I'm like, wow, so this is going to happen. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. For anybody listening, uh, wondering about spoilers, because normally we do a spoiler warning. We're going to try to keep this uh, s- spoiler free past book one. Uh, we care about possible. book one and then uh, full spoilers. So basically full spoilers for book one and, you know, the TV show, because what happens in the TV show may or may not happen in the books. So that's true. Yep. The themes are very much um, similar or the same. Uh, depending on who you ask and how much Amazon puts in the next check that they don't send us. Um, <laughs> how much fuel they I called put into Bezos our... the other day. He was like, what, you didn't get your check? I'm like, yeah, I didn't wait for it. He's like, it's in the mail. It's on its way. Was... Well, they, they gave me the option to where it's like, you know, GameStop credits. You get 25 cent for 300 games or you can get <laughs> 20 bucks in in-store credit. <laughs> That's what they offered me. They were like, we can pay you the, the the money that we agreed to, or we can give you this gas card that's got 15% more value on it for the yachts. So I went with the gas money on the yachts. So, but, um, but yeah, so that's the spoilers <laughs> for right now. <laughs> yeah, Amazon's got to, well, I don't think they held taxes, so they got to send out 1099s. Yeah, Amazon's a religion now, so they don't do taxes anymore. <laughs> oh, just because they don't owe taxes on what they pay you doesn't mean you don't owe taxes on what they gave you. <laughs> Whatever. The fun fact of how Shush. how much one dollar is taxed as it goes around. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, we might get into more spoilers uh, later on in this episode. When slash if we do, we'll spoil the warning at that point. Point part no, we won't. thing. Clearly, English we'll spoil is my best language, which is actually like terrifying that it is. So. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at this moment that Jordan was like, uh, uh, <laughs> Amber, Jordan knew. Who did, you, who did you send me to talk to? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, if people haven't noticed it from the title, I know uh, you guys can't really see the full title here because I edited that on YouTube and StreamYard didn't pick up that edit. Um, so the episode is titled uh, An Epic Addition to the Audiobooks. So if anybody hasn't put two and two together with Jordan being here and what the title is, may have something to do with audiobooks. And, you know, when someone says that they are an audio engineer, <laughs> probably gives unrelated actually it's just a coincidence yeah, just a <laughs> yeah, actually put together visuals to with. go with the audiobooks <laughs> so uh you've already done this um for some other theories that people might enjoy uh mm-hmm. do you want to talk a little about a little about that kind of set the stage for it, what task you you've could off of <laughs> And if you could just throw in your your because you've got a kind of a unique perspective here, throw in your your sort of take on the crossover between the two stories, between the two universes. Interesting. If if you see it, yeah, no, they're the same. Uh, so <laughs> I'll give a little backstory on my projects uh, as as a concept, and then we'll go down the line a little bit. So I do something called soundscapes. 
And what that is is an accompaniment to the book, the audio book that I choose. So I started with The Lord of the Rings. So what that means is I designed sound effects and an original score, and I went out and recorded nature ambiences outside. And I put all that together so that when you listen to the audiobook, you can have this play in the background at the same time, and everything lines up with every moment in the story. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll choose my examples from Lord of the Rings for now. Uh, you know, Gandalf fighting the Balrog, uh, big action scenes like that, all of the big battles, you'll hear arrows flying by, swords hitting, horses riding by, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it really brings the audiobooks to life in a, in a way that we can't really get in any other scenario right because the you know the lord of the rings movies are amazing and the books are amazing but the movies can never be the full version right and the show can never be the full version no matter how hard people want it to be um it's just never going to happen so this is kind of my chance to be like okay what if you had an extended 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 version of the books or sorry, of the movies, and you had every moment in there, but it has sound effects and it has music and it has everything. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, as an example, The Lord of the Rings is about 63 hours worth of audiobook. And so you compare that to Wheel of Time. I don't know that math, math off the top of my head, but each one is around <laughs> 30 hours. So there's quite a few in there. And so I'm going to be... Uh, with Lord of the Rings, I you know I wrote themes for all the characters and the ones that you don't get to see in the movies, um, and you know recorded all these sound effects for all the monsters and things like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool experience because you can listen to it with the audiobooks, like we said, but you can also just listen to it on its own and kind of go through the story, hearing all of these audio cues, um, you know, of events that you're familiar with in in the books along the along the journey so it's pretty cool and uh it's been fun doing the lord of the rings and now i'm working on the hobbit and then transitioning into these other fandoms uh and other stories that i have come to love as well so right now i am working on the hobbit i'm working on eye of the world and i'm working on the first harry potter book and i'm working uh oh he's uh, the Hobbit and we, Eye of the World. We lost you kind of... after you said the first oh. Harry Potter book. You stalled just a second. Okay, sorry. Um, so first Harry Potter book and a Game of Thrones as well. So lots on the nice. go, but Eye of the World and The Hobbit are kind of my main focus. The Hobbit is my main focus because I did a Kickstarter for that. Um, I did a Kickstarter for the original Lord of the Rings project and then a, a follow-up. And now I've got a little bit of breathing room to do uh, other uh, other first books as well. So, uh, and I got to get started on Wheel of Time, otherwise I will never finish it. So, you know, if you move on, if you assume thirty hours of soundscape audio per Wheel of Time book, um, and you do New Spring, that would be four hundred and fifty hours of soundscape. Yep. Let's so, see. I'm sure can... somebody knows how many hours there actually are for the audio books. Yeah, there um, might be some method it. to figure that out. But uh... if 
I go, so just just as a for instance, the Dragon Reborn. Oh come on. Oh, the audio book okay, total instance. 19 days, 5 hours, and 25 oh, minutes of material. So a little bit. A little bit. So, so yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. So that's the goal is eventually <laughs> to get that whole thing uh, created in this soundscape format so that people can listen with the audiobooks and so that they can listen without the audiobooks and just... You know, if you're ever feeling like, hey, I want to hang out in Emmons Field for a little bit, then you can put your headphones on and give it a listen. And it's all mixed in Dolby Atmos, so it's 3D audio. So you'll hear things moving around you. You'll hear the environment around you. God, and, so uh, cool. Yeah, you can, you, know, you can put on your headphones, like I said, and ex escape to wherever you feel like, which is pretty awesome. Now, now, you've got some of this stuff currently on your YouTube, correct? Yes. So... On my YouTube, you'll see there's ambience, uh, ambience and music kind of uh, two-hour-long versions. Now, it's important to know that those, whenever you see those ambience versions, that's not a, a specific example like from a chapter. There are chapter examples on my YouTube, so you can check those out. But a lot of people will make loops of ambience and music and things like that. That's not what the soundscape is, though. The soundscape is every moment. So when, you know, if we're walking uh, from one place to another in a chapter and it goes from day to night, it's going to switch from day to night ambience. And you'll hear the crickets come out. When they get there, you'll hear, like, That's the wagons so cool. pass by. All that kind of stuff is all laid out very individually. I have, uh, you know, sessions for every chapter that say, okay, you know, the wagon starts from here and it goes to here. Uh, there's Trolloc noises from here to here, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here they are in, <laughs> even down to, you know, I'm trying to be as specific as I can because that's, you know, what would you hear? What would the characters hear? And I'm trying to make it as accurate as we can. So for a chapter in the first book when they're in the Queen's Blessing, um, they're in different rooms throughout that whole chapter. So those different rooms will have different ambiences. You'll be able to hear the common room uh, differently from each of them. And you'll be able to hear the outside town differently. I was asking one of my, uh, <laughs> I was asking one of the people that are helping me research today. Um, if you were in the Royal Palace with Elaine, would you hear Camelin? Like how loud would Camelin be? Uh, because it's a huge deal when Rand is getting there, how loud it is. And obviously it's way louder for him because he's never been here before. And so can you hear that inside or how loud is it? All that kind of stuff I'm thinking about. So uh, trying to be as detailed as I can, that's for sure. Yeah. And I, I think everybody's like <clears throat> super excited because there is in every book, you know, there's, the same or similar <laughs> <Really>? style opening. <laughs> yeah. Running water. <laughs> and, and bubbles. So, <laughs> yeah. And so like for, for readers and everything, and um, I'm sure you've run into this after reading the books, that when you read that chapter or if you're listening to the audio books and whenever you hear uh, 
Kate or Michael say that, or uh, Rosamond in the newer books, or the newer version of the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, all right, here we go again. Like you're starting on another adventure. Exactly. So yeah. and I, this is definitely going to be a lot of the same. Like I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> as the as we kind of chatted about, uh, you know, beforehand the more you think about the moments throughout the series or any series, but especially this one, the more you think, you know, Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Can't wait to hear this. Can't wait to hear that, etc. And, uh, I think it's equally exciting. You know, you'll have scenes that are huge music moments, and then you'll have scenes that are just sound effects moments and you'll have just ambient moments, you know, and I was thinking about when they're sailing down the river, uh, and you'll just hear the creaking of the of the ship around you, and things like that. So, That's I think so it'll be. Awesome. It, it, I, in some ways, I hope that it'll be, and it has been this for Lord of the Rings, a chance to hear the story for the first time again. And uh, there's so many things, you know. I I did one small scene the other day that had probably, and we'll hear this a little later. It had probably at least 20 different tracks worth of <laughs> elements to wow. it. And this, and this, the sample that we're going to listen to is like two minutes long. So there's a lot of work to do, but I think so, it'll be a, a good payoff. <laughs> so I, I, I love where you're, I love what you're saying about this too. Cause like I, back in my study days and I'm trying to get back into my study days. Now I used to listen to a lot of like lo-fi and ambient mm-hmm. type you know stuff just to keep my brain occupied so that i could because it helps me focus right as as i'm sure many of you guys uh listening uh or watching have the same kind of experience right but i noticed that you're 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 100 correct like after a couple of minutes it's just a loop and it's like okay the guy has walked by after the clicking bell every three minutes for the last hour and it's just <laughs> yeah. not it's not it's it, it feels cheap you know what I'm saying? It's like a circle, but not like a circle circle, more like a spooky circle. <laughs> more like yeah, a your brain circle. your brain picks up on it for sure. And it's also just not interesting to do it that way. Um, you know, like this project is all about being as specific as I can and as detailed as I can. And I didn't mention this before to you guys, but the beauty of it as well is that you know, there's plenty of people out there that know the series way better than I do. And I'm going to do as much research as I can and ask questions and things like that. But the project can evolve, right? So if you, if one of you guys listens to a chapter and says, hey, you know, we should have some of this sound in, in this chapter, then I can add it and re-export it and everyone will get the updated version. So we can just continually evolve it as well. Uh, which is really nice. And the technology might get better as we go and things like that. I actually have a set of uh, head tracking AirPods and those are really awesome to experience it in because think about this, if you're in Emmons Field, ambience and stuff, you can actually like look over here and your audio will be directed more at the wagon over there. Or you look over here and you'll insane. hear, <laughs> you'll hear you know, the anvil and stuff. So. So mine, mine do the same thing. And the first time they did it to me, my first thought was, okay, I've got an ear, an earbud dying or it's <laughs> yeah, clogged yeah. up or, yeah. you know, it's a bad thing. And I was, 
I spent so long wondering what was going on, and then I finally, you know, saw and figured it out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of neat. Because at the time, I was just watching like a YouTube video, so <laughs> yeah. all it would do was I would hear more audio from whichever side of my face um, <clears throat> was oriented towards the, my phone. Yeah, uh, which still I thought was like super cool. I I just can't wait to to. So we talked about this when we met the other day. Um, that I'm not usually a big audiobooks person, mm-hmm. um, simply because I I read fairly uh, fast or I feel fairly fast, and I try to follow along with the audiobooks because um, I don't I don't have really long trips or anything that often. Um, mm-hmm. I don't go on walks. Probably should go on walks, but I don't go on walks. Uh, so I don't have a lot of time to listen to them straight through. So I just never do, but. The soundscape edition would absolutely change that. Like, I wouldn't care if I only get uh, five minutes in the car to work and five minutes from work. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be something that uh, I play every chance I get. This is gonna be the type of thing that you can, you know, sit down and be like, okay, I'm gonna experience it as if it were an episode of a show or, or a movie or something like that. Um, but the full you imagine version. walking down the road. And you hear like a wagon coming up on you from behind really fast. <laughs> yeah. And you just like freak out and jump out the way. <laughs> Everybody on the road just staring at you like, all right, there's the crazy guy. You're like, you're, the like, you're like, this is going to take I... a really long time to explain, but it's super cool. <laughs> trust me. So there's a series <laughs> called The Wheel of Time. <laughs> and in chapter four, there's a wagon. Okay? You're not going to believe this wagon. Um. One of the things I keep thinking about, uh, one of the things my brain keeps coming back to, just to, just to sort of put into perspective the entire the enormity of what it is that you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, as as you've said, it's it's not a traditional ambient sort of uh, track. It's not a loop track, right? You've got unique themes written for every. Uh, with for every character, which is very operatic of you, sir. Uh, you've got unique ambience uh, feels for different settings, locations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the idea that you're traveling, the, the idea that you're going with here is that if I listen to the Eye of the World mm-hmm. with your uh, soundscape accompaniment. Right, is that's that? I guess that's the correct way to say. Yep, it. I would say accompaniment is is the way to describe it. Yeah. So if I were to listen to "I Have the World" with your soundscape accompaniment, I would never hear the same sequence or the same sort of. But there, there would be no repetition. Yeah, I mean, there's Unless, some things that there's some things that are unavoidable in that way in terms of like. I don't know if I have infinite door knock sounds. You know what I mean? Y- yes. No, and, and that's where I was t- yeah. <laughs> also our chat uh pulling up with the <laughs> <laughs> ear max. Um, no, but like and what I was just about to say is that there's not gonna be any sort of repetition except for the the unique experience of uh, they were just in the wine spring, and the wine spring sounds like the wine spring. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the goal. That's is the I cool want thing. it to to be like, you know, I feel like hanging out in the wine spring. So you put that on, and it's got a different feel compared to, 
the other hundred inns that they go to <laughs> in the first book. <laughs> Every so other with, chapter. With that, <laughs> you you've watched? Have you watched all of season one and two? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So uh, I know I I would be beyond shocked if you didn't pick it up because people with an Uh-oh. ear for audio are <laughs> y'all y'all amaze me. Um. So every time Pat and Fane would show up or he was somewhere in the vicinity, mm-hmm. you would hear the whistle. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on trying to do things like that where like there's a meeting and you don't know the name of the character yet, but, uh, but we, we as readers yeah. know. So maybe that's the beauty of the music is that, and I, you know, when I was doing Lord of the Rings, it was a big thing because I know it so well that, you know, you can hint at things like that. Um, but I, I mean, I've already been thinking lots about that kind of thing where, you know, we have these, uh, in the audiobooks, it's like two, three hour long prologues sometimes. And, uh, as a first time reader, a lot of the time it's like, who are these people? Uh, I don't know any of these people and where is Rand and Perrin and company. And you're there for like ever trying to figure out who these people are, but you know, later on you start to figure out who these people are, but the music could hint at that beforehand. And there's so much fun that you could have with playing with who people are, who they are going to become, uh, kind of what, um, you know, not to get too spoilery, where they end up in terms of organizations or things like that, right? Uh, there's a lot of that that can be hinted at, with the music and every conversation that you could have about every element of this turns into a rabbit hole of, of decision-making and discussion and stuff like that. And so that's really where most of the work comes from, right? Is like I said before, you know, how loud is it in the Royal palace? How, whose themes do we hear there? And, how much do we give away about where they're headed? Um, all those kind of things. And, you know, what does loyal singing sound like? All these kind of things <laughs> uh, to think about. And, you know, I, I love the music for the show. I think it's uh, incredibly well done. Um, but I have to have this interesting challenge of trying to evoke that a little bit because it's the palette that people know now. Same with Lord of the Rings. I wasn't going to do like, you know, like a Hans Zimmer style score for Lord of the Rings when people are so attached to the music for uh, the movies. Sure. Yeah, so I have yeah. to evoke it while doing something new and, uh, you know, not taking any of the themes because that's silly um, <laughs> and illegal. But And, and uh, illegal. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a follow-up. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it's a really interesting challenge, you know. How does how does Emmons Field sound musically versus ambience? Because those are two different things. Um, what does the power sound like, etc., 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 etc. You know, so many things to think about, um, and that's why it's exciting now having because I, I was working on the soundscape for Lord of the Rings while I watched the first season and while I started reading the books and. Throughout the whole thing, I was like, God, this would be so awesome to do. Um, and <laughs> now that I'm finished the series, I can be like, okay, now I 
I couldn't imagine doing it without having the whole thing done already because I have to plan ahead, you know, and it's going to be amazing. I think to have, I forget how many hours you said the whole thing is, but, or 62. So many, 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 many hours later for something (laughs) to pay off, you know, that we hinted at with certain characters early. And I do want it to arc like that. You know, I want it to be, um, so, yeah. So, so let me ask you this, because no. what you've just said touches on a theme that we have talked about on this show quite frequently. But I, I wonder if, because um, you've read it through completely one time. Yeah. Which, which is like, that. that's not a judgment of any degree that's simply just me asking Um, josh over here being like oh you've only read it one time (laughs) you've only read four million words and over 2600 name characters oh god you've read it once that's cute (laughs) you baby come to me when i but okay but okay just real quick as a site as a tangent Fuck you if you are like this. Oh. I don't give a shit. I thought you were saying if, me, if, and I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Not, well, I mean, fuck you too. Uh, <laughs> but oh just my. in general. Uh, if you are someone who started reading the books before they were all out, and then you were like, oh my God, I had to read the books, and I had to wait a couple of years, and I had to read the next book, and then I had to wait a couple of years, and I that's an experience that you had. It's great. It's wonderful. It's awesome. Guess what? There are people in the world today who picked up the eye of the world just like you did and started reading just like you did. The only difference is they had the entire series ahead of them and they didn't have to wait. Guess what? Doesn't make them any less of a fan. If you're you're someone who thinks like this, please correct yourself. You're actually only allowed to start enjoying it after the fourth time. (laughs) <laughs> that's when you're allowed to start that's right that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> After you've devoted entirely too much time to this yeah. series then you can um say. but but the the theme i'm going for is that robert jordan is and i'm sure you've picked up on some of them and maybe you're just ridiculously smart and picked up on way more <laughs> than we did probably not but there are people in the wheel of time very 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 like not even secondary characters like third and fourth degree characters that come back again and again and again and the continuity there are callbacks that are that span five and six books and to hear you talk about doing music and and i can't do it justice without finishing the series and then planning and plotting and and going through it makes me happy to hear you say that. Um, what is what is a theme? I mean, try not to give too much away. But what's a theme or or position or or or, or plot point in the books that gave you that impression that you needed to be able to say, you know, aha, I need to be able to plan ahead for this because if I had if I had read the first two books and I'd started writing. By the time I got to book, you know, nine, I would have had to rewrite everything because, damn, that happened and that was huge. Hmm. Is there any is there any situations in the books that gave you that specific sort that's of a, frame of mind? Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, I'll try to piece my thoughts together here. Um, the first one that 
that I mean, there's one that I could say that would be a massive spoiler, so I won't do that. But um, there's one actually that was almost perpetuated by the show that I can mention, um, which is where um, one of our uh, channelers might end up. Um, like which trajectory they go towards, right? Um, it was very much pushed in a certain direction in the show and is not where it's headed uh, in in the books. Again, I'm trying not to be too spoilery, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good example, I think, with that character where if you go into it early, you might not assume that that's the payoff later. Um, and I'm trying to think of other things like, I mean... I think certain abilities could be thought of that way, like the scale of certain abilities. Uh, you know, if you go in too early, you might not understand the, the significance of what that ability will be later on. Um, so that's probably a good one. Um, oh, geez. How do you soundscape Balefire? <laughs> <laughs> You could ask Na that names question are fine, about by the way. <laughs> how many how many weaves are there? Because <laughs> you know? they all got a sound, and how do they interconnect with each other? You know, or do they, or what's the deal there? So a lot of stuff like that to think about. Yeah, Wolf Brother. Um, yeah, how does how does it pay off later? What does the environment even sound like? Because we. Uh, potentially might not get some of those things in the show, right? Like we don't know yet what certain things are going to, are they going to sure. look like something or sure. are they going to be an actual space that we go to? Or, you know, there's a certain, uh, you know, uh, conversation that goes on in certain people's heads with certain other people <laughs> that uh, we're not sure how that's going to unfold in the show yet, <laughs> right? So <laughs> that's a good one. Thanks, thanks to geeks, keeping it classy. How to soundscape <laughs> a green Aes Sedai bedroom? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean, right? Like, how do these? I guess also saying how characters connect. Um, yeah, because certain characters connect in very clear ways, and in very different ways than you might expect after reading book one, especially. Um. And there's certain characters that kind of end up paired together that you wouldn't have expected. Uh, and some of them, it's like a super long game. Some of it, it's like from the beginning, you know, but there's some where it's like, wow, we really ended up here. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, lots of thought to go into it. And the music is going to be the thing that takes the most thought beforehand, obviously. Sure, sure, sure. And then I have to actually write the stuff and make sure it's good. But I'm going to probably lay out, you know, like a, the whole series on a spreadsheet and see if I can list which characters exist with significant enough roles. You know, I'm not going to, you know, Emmons Fielder, number four, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But I'm going to lay them all out. And I'm going to see who exists, first of all, in every book. And then 
probably write a note underneath each one, you know, like how if they've developed or if they change or if they're the same or what's the deal. Um, you know, for Lord of the Rings, as an example, I had a melody <laughs> that I wrote for Bill the Pony, <laughs> you know, and uh, okay. that, that pays off later. <laughs> yeah. Take, take us into that, though. Like how what what's your when you talk about writing a melody or writing a song like. I'm sure you take in the different instruments uh, that there are, you know, what, what fits this, per this, this character's personality. You know, you'd almost think that we talked about this specifically before you asked that question, but we haven't. <gasps> You're just a genius. So <laughs> when I, when oh, I do, <laughs> when I, when I do these kind of things, I, I build orchestras for each of the, for Lord of the Rings, it was the peoples. So you had like a Hobbit orchestra, a Dwarven orchestra, Elven orchestra, and they all had, you know, there's no brass in the Hobbit orchestra, right? There's no, uh, you know, screeching kind of spider violins in the Hobbit orchestra <laughs> that would come in Shelah spiders. You know? So when it comes to William, it'll be like, okay, what does the orchestra for Emmons Field sound like? Right. right. What does the orchestra for? And I have to decide how to how to delegate this, you know, because the Black Tower will have its own orchestra, right? That, you know, when when we're there or when we're connected to that in some way, then those instruments will come in um, as kind of like musical shorthand for who we're with. Um, you know, how many uh, Forsaken are there that need? a little flavor to themselves, you know, lots of stuff to think about. Uh, all the Ajas can have their own flavor a little bit. Um, there's a lot, a lot of them will have similarities, you know, it's not going to be like starting from scratch every single time, but it would be really, and this is how I'm thinking about the whole project is, wouldn't it be fun if is my kind of thought process so you know wouldn't it be fun if the blue aja was this instrument section with this significant instrument leading the way and then wouldn't the yellow be interesting if it was the same but with this instrument leading the thing all those kind of things uh it's just fun to think about which means it it's something that you as the reader would be like oh you know i my ear caught up on that little hint that you had there um and then it gets really interesting when the ajas are working together and you can have you know, their different elements uh, come through and we weave together, you might say. <laughs> I... Yes. So yes. many possibilities. Well, you yeah. you might brother say. Sums it up. So many orchestras <laughs> to create. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, but it's going to be fun. Be fun. I am beyond excited, but also, like, I, I don't envy the... <laughs> the gargantuan task that it is ahead of you. And we could talk it's about absolutely pay off. I, I I think so, and I hope so. Um, and you know the the kind of plan. If we, I don't know if we want to get into the plan a little bit that I have. Um, okay. Sorry, I had to chuckle at Josh measuring how much he poured in his cup by smell alone. <laughs> I... <laughs> Take that, Huron. You thought you were a sniffer. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, were you going somewhere with that? Andrew? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, I think Jordan was going to um, maybe get into the, the kind of planning. The schedule. Yeah. Schedule. 
um, yeah, just really quickly so that people are semi-aware of, of what my plan is. So Eye of the World is what I'm working on right now. And I hope to have that out at the latest by July, but hopefully before that. Um, I'm making faster progress than I expected, but it, it really depends how long the research takes, I think. Um, and just as an example, I was going to mention this earlier, but as an example, I have my spreadsheet up here. There are about 40 different ambiences for the first Harry Potter book, which is about a quarter of the length of Eye of the World, I think. So, <laughs> oh, look who it is. <laughs> look at who oh. it is. Um, so, this yeah. So it is all your fault, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me stuck with these guys. Um, That's right. We're so, best yeah. friends now. <laughs> well, July <laughs> July is the, the, the due date that I'm going to aim for. And my hope is that I can launch a Kickstarter in July to do books probably two, three, four, and five. We'll see. But I can also put stretch goals down to, to get further and further and further uh, down the road. Um, but also, like you had mentioned earlier, Josh, if they go back to, you know, a certain inn, it's not like in a different book that ambience needs to be redone again, necessarily. Sometimes, yeah. But for the most part, there will be some that will be able to be transferable from book to book to book. Uh, so that'll help save a bit of time, a little bit of time. But yeah. uh, then I'll be able to focus more and more on music and get more and more intricate, which is cool because, you know, you want the the music, I think, to become more and more intricate as a kind of mirror of our main character's understanding of the world. If you want to get super meta, you know, by the end, they understand what's at stake and what's going on. And in the beginnings, they don't. So it'd be cool to emulate that in the kind of complexity of the music, you could say. Um, so yeah, July, July is uh, what I'm aiming for. It might be done before that. You can pre-order Eye of the World right now, which would help me out, but also give you the chance to get your voice on the soundscape if you want, if you want to be a Trolloc, if you want to be someone in one of the inns <laughs> laughing and hanging out. Um, yep. And yeah, so... The pre-orders are really awesome for that. And I was talking about my research people earlier. Uh, that uh, gives you that chance as well to jump on board and, and help me with questions like these that I'm having. And I'll, I might send a few samples over and be like, what do we think of this theme for this random character? Um, things like that. So, so where is that that people can go yep. to pre-order or to be a supporter or... So, and I should have mentioned this earlier, Lord of the Rings is finished fully, and you can buy that if you want. Um, and we have a discount code somewhere in somewhere in the description somewhere. Yep, it's down there, there below. It, it, awesome. Is it the link below? So guys, yeah. look in the description below, and uh, you'll see, uh, first off, the you'll see his code. YouTube, which yep. you need to go and subscribe, and go listen to the videos and comment that the Black Tower sent you, because... <laughs> Exactly. He needs to know where we came from. Uh, and if you want to uh, get the audiobook versions that that Jordan has produced, uh, you need to use the code, what was it, Tower25. 
with the exclamation, right? I think that's what we got in there. Whatever you have um, there will be what it is for sure. You you don't and, need and, the exclamation point. Oh, you don't. Yeah, I'll I'll edit. We've got a, that. Yeah, we got an exclamation in there. And I do want to <laughs> I want to reiterate really quickly, just so that we're clear, the audiobook is not included in the soundscape because I can't <gasps> do that. But you can. How it works is, if you have the audiobooks already and you buy the soundscape, then I can send you the MP3s individually so that you can just sync them up and make new files and you're That's ready to go. That's so cool. It's as That's painless so a project cool. process as I, as I could make it without it being me selling the audiobooks because it can't do and, that, obviously. <laughs> and uh, now, now that we've told them what they can you know, purchase. Until we convince the powers that be to, you know. Make it official. Hit well, up Jordan and look. <laughs> Jeff Bezos watches the show. Jeff. Yeah. B-Dog. Okay? Look. You're willing to let the check not be sent. <laughs> if <laughs> I want you to cancel my sixth yacht. I don't want it. <laughs> I want you to fund Jordan. Um, uh, no, but uh, where was I going? I got distracted. Um, now, now that you've now that you've, you've you've told them, you know what they're supporting, or now that you told them where to support you at. Which, by the way, uh, the Black Tower will be supporting these projects, uh, especially the Wheel of Time project. Um, I I understand that you have a sample. I do that you wouldn't mind sharing with the whole class, <laughs> just so that people know what they are uh, getting themselves into. Yeah, definitely. So and, uh, after sorry. this sample, uh, just really quick, because I just put it in there. If you're looking for the link to go directly to where you can pre-order uh, the soundscape for Eye of the World, it is now linked in the description. So if you're listening now, Perfect. don't don't refresh or anything right now. Do it once we're done and you'll see it there because all of our lovely patrons can listen to this live. So they'll get first access uh, to go over and support what Jordan is doing. Um, so when you see it, it it's, says pre-order the eye collection, a soundscape of time. Um, and it's got everything in there. So go and do that. Show all the support. And you'll, and you'll, you'll know why. If you didn't, if you weren't already convinced, you'll know why absolutely here in like two seconds. So, <laughs> um, and, and, and just to once again reiterate, it is not the audio book. Jordan does not have rights to the audiobook. What he's done is created a soundscape that you can play in conjunction with the audiobook. So it's like, like a, taking the like audio on DLC. Yeah. And spreading Perfect. MSG all over. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Jordan was kind enough to uh, bring a sample, a little teaser, if you will. So if you're using headphones, uh, go ahead and take this time to put, put them in now. In. Yeah, because so you can get the full experience. And and I will say because people have commented this before, um, even if you have really good speakers, you think your speakers are awesome, it still won't translate. It's it, it's not like it's going to sound terrible. But the three D simulation happens when you have headphones on, so that's why we make a big deal out of that. And uh, yeah, so you guys haven't heard this yet either, right? Correct. Uh, I don't think and, we've um, heard this one. Yeah, and if you're if you're just listening to the audio version of the podcast, when this goes to play, there will be about twelve seconds or so of silence. Mm -hmm. So give it about twelve seconds, and then you'll hear the audio start playing. Little on screen intro. 
and spoilers for the first book of Wheel of Time. <laughs> I'm so excited. Shush, more shoddy. <laughs> From the clear sky, lightning came. Each bolt crisp and sharp, searing his eyes, each bolt striking a winged black shape. Hunting cries became shrieks of death, and charred forms fell to leave the sky clean again. The heat, the terrible heat of the light. He fell to his knees. He thought he could hear his tears sizzling on his cheeks. No! He clutched at tufts of wiry grass for some hold on reality. The grass burst in flame. Please, no! The wind rose with his voice, howled with his voice, roared with his voice down the pass, whipping the flames to a wall of fire that sped away from him and toward the trollic host faster than a horse could run. Fire burned into the trollocs, and the mountains trembled with their screams. Screams almost as loud as the wind and his voice. It has to end! He beat at the ground with his fist, and the earth tolled like a gong. He bruised his hands on stony soil, and the earth trembled. Ripples ran through the ground ahead of him in ever-rising waves. Waves of dirt and rock towering over trollocs and fades, breaking over them as the mountains shattered under their hooved feet. A boiling mass of flesh and rubble churned across the trolloc army. What was left standing was still a mighty host, but now no more than twice the human army in numbers, and milling in fright and confusion. The wind died. The screams died. The earth was still. Dust and smoke swirled back down the pass to surround him. The light blinds you, Balsaman. This has to end. Yes. Fuck. God damn. Sir. If if that's not stop right now. What you're doing. <laughs> And at the very least, go subscribe to this man's YouTube. <laughs> Fuck! God, I love that! Oh. What it, was your look, favorite part? It, when, when, when he says, you know, his, his, he slams his fists into the ground, yes. and the earth sounded like a gong, and there was like, you could <laughs> hear the earth kind of being like what the fuck and like <laughs> the earth and the oh god that's my favorite oh <laughs> yeah i was that was what i was gonna say like that but i also really love the the first uh, i think it was like the first or seven second crack of uh crack of thunder um whenever that's uh whenever michael uh, actually says you know the yeah. uh lightning fell from the sky and i'm just like yeah. <laughs> yes so I mean, and and it only grows in scale from from that oh, moment, so right? Good. So well, and and yeah. when he talks about when he talks about the host that remains is now still a, a grand host, but it's only you know twice the size of a human host, and now they're confused. But as the as the as the lightning and thunder like roll back and and, and subside. With Rand's presence, for those of you who didn't recognize, this is uh, this is Rand at Tarwin's Gap. He has tapped the pure Sidene at the Eye of the World, and he is hammering the Shadow Spawn at Tarwin's Gap, essentially saving uh, Agalmar and the Shinaran Host. Um, 
for those of you who have not read the books and who have only watched the TV show, <coughs> Two Geeks, One Mike, um, yeah. <laughs> um, that it that's not what happened in the TV show at all. But uh, I think I think that uh, God. <sighs> I'm gonna sick an army on you because here's the thing. Uh as we told you <laughs> not a when slightly we spoke, intimidating thing to tell anybody. <laughs> other well, as we spoke previously, uh Kate Redding and Michael Kramer are going to be at WatCon. And I would give uh, many, many valuable things. Which <laughs> is in July. To get you in the same room with them and play this and get their reaction. No, you see, what you actually do is you get them to read live with it. Uh, Look, that can be arranged (laughs) because they do live readings at WatCon. There you go. In the words of Morty from Rick and Morty, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Or or in the words of Han Solo, I can arrange that. (laughs) It's cool Um, that you mentioned that because... Uh, for uh, for the past Tolkien Reading Day, which is on March 25th, and there's one coming up this year, I have guests on to do exactly that. They read with the soundscape. Um, and so what's really cool about the soundscape is that a couple things to note about a reading pace, because, Andrew, you were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Because the these voice actors are performing the books, it would be pretty difficult to read uh, slower than they do, if that makes sense. Almost everybody is going to read faster than they do to some degree because it's just hard not to. And I'm a slow reader, and even I am faster than someone really performing it like they do. And so... If you're just reading the book, you just sit down and read while you're listening, you'll only ever read a little bit ahead. So if, for example, we get to this part in this book where you're reading and you say, and you read the part where it says lightning came, if you haven't heard the lightning, all you'd have to do is wait five, 10 seconds or so or whatever, hear the lightning strike and then keep reading, right? So there's a lot of cues like that that you could do. So What's really interesting, though, is most of the time when people read out loud, it fits pretty well with your kind of general out loud reading voice. So that's why these events are a lot of fun, because, uh, you know, most people can just pick it up and go for it. And it's not like it needs to be exact, exact, exact the whole time, you know. Um, But, yeah, they they get a little sample ahead of time and practice and then go for it. So, I mean, that would be amazing to get them to do something for it. Well, first oh. things first, we need you to commit to going to JordanCon. Uh, <laughs> second things second, all of our lovely Wheel of Time fans out there need to go and support Jordan uh, in, in in whatever ways they are able, because damn, uh, <laughs> that was... Wow. <laughs> that was Are you not entertained? <laughs> Were you not entertained?! Um, and, and, and you've got, now you've got MP3 soundscapes for Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King. Like, that is a completed project, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
So for all of our, uh, for all of our, yeah, there you go, Jordan Con, Watt Con, and the Gathering Men. Yeah, just do it. You need to attend them all, <laughs> sir. Uh, for all of our fans who are also Tolkien fans, that one's ready to go. Jordan, Jordan's already done it for you. He's already <laughs> there. He's already into it. And uh, for all of our Potterheads, did you? You said you were working on the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone as well. Yep. That one is already uh, all have... outlined, so I don't have uh, don't have anything to show for that yet. Actually, the Grand Hall, the Great Hall Ambience is up. If anyone feels to see what Bam. that's like, um, I'm gonna go check that, that out. That was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do if I if I aim for July, my hope is to have uh, Harry Potter one and Eye of the World done for then. Um, <sighs> Harry Potter is pretty short in comparison so uh and it's going to be interesting because it's a lot more modern sounds than that you know so yeah we'll see it'll be i think it'll be a lot of fun um but yeah Yeah, that's also like a a kind of nice reprieve for you in some ways where yeah i always you I always you try to tell people Hufflepuff that Hufflepuff common room. <laughs> yeah, that one was fun. Did you know I'm a Hufflepuff? That's because I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> if you're a Hufflepuff, leave a comment in the section below and be like, and if you're tell not, us why no Hufflepuffs comment. are the best. <laughs> if you're not, fucking scoot. Okay? Just scoot. <laughs> All right. Well, that was nice, guys. I got to go now. <laughs> um, fucking Slytherin over there. But a lot of people have asked or brought that kind of thing up where it's like, you know, it's a lot of work, obviously, but what really is exciting for me is to be able to be like, oh, let's spend a, a, you know, an hour working on Wheel of Time, and then I'll leave for a bit and go to Harry Potter for a little bit, and you know, kind of go back and forth between all these worlds, and it makes it a lot easier to, to, you know, do some long hours and stuff like that because I get to just, you know, oh, let's make an ambience for the Great Hall, and then when I'm done that, oh. What does Balefire sound like? You know, all this kind of stuff and just jump around. So it's a lot of fun. But, you know, the Kickstarters are huge for Lord of the Rings uh, and The Hobbit. But, the, you know, if anyone is able to, the pre-orders for Eye of the World are awesome because it, you know, the more kind of cushion I have, the more time I can spend dedicating to the detail and the kind of uh, depth that it needs and that it deserves for things like that. So, yeah. So, so let me ask you this real quick. We'll, we'll, I got two more questions for you okay. and then, and then we'll, we'll let the people do what they do. <laughs> Unless Andrew has any more questions for you as well. In which case we'll let Andrew ask his questions too. And then <laughs> let the people do what you do. Um, first and foremost, what, what has been the biggest challenge uh, like what, what sound or what sequence, or I see you've got, uh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm scrolling through your YouTube channel, which, right, which by the way, reminder, if you're listening to this video after the fact, if you're not listening to it live, if you're not a Patreon, that's fine. Pause me right now. <laughs> they pause you and never hear the rest of the statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that you've come back to the video and have already, wait, I was supposed to say, I suppose I could have given them instructions. Do not pause me right now. <laughs> go to go you to no more shoddy would just pause YouTube. the video and like walk away. He'd be like, okay. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> then come back here. Cause it's super awesome. Um, I see you've you've got uh, ambience from Winterfell. 
mm-hmm. you've got Star Wars High Republic. You've got the Shire. Do you want to visit the Shire? Do you want to visit the Shire? <laughs> Who doesn't want to visit the Shire? Um, there's a Griffin. There's a there's the Hogwarts Great Hall. There's the Hufflepuff Common Room. Um, Emmons Field is mm-hmm. is a music and ambience. What 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 about this? What about creating a soundscape is probably the most challenging. Is there a sound or a feeling or a, a setting that's like like which of these is the most challenging and why would that be the most hmm. challenging aspect of this? I think that when like when it comes to sound effects, I'll go through each of my elements here really quickly. Um, I have five kind of stages I go through. The first stage is research that we talked about beforehand. Then I have ambiences. I'll put those in after designing them. Ambiences meaning anything that's not, you know, anything that's generated by the environment that you're in. So, you know, if there's people idling around Emmons Field, I count that as part of the ambience, right? So... And then I have sound effects. Those are the specific things that I have to specifically put in for each moment, right? And then I have the music. So I have to write themes or, you know, chord progressions, etc., for all these moments. And then I have to mix it all together. So for me, really, the, like the sound effects are pretty straightforward for the most part especially the ones that are foley meaning things that are tangible things that we can like a doorknob spinning or a knock on the door things like that or it it is what it sounds like like it's not going to be anything that needs to be specifically designed right whereas you know balefire or something like that has to be i have to think about it i have to design it i have to make it so that it's convincing um ambiences again are pretty straightforward once you have done the research it's just what would it sound like there right um now if we get into dream worlds and stuff like that then that's a bit different um scoring is time consuming but i wouldn't necessarily say difficult um and that's i mean because the project is so big I have the kind of benefit of not really having writer's block in that way when it comes to composing because I'm kind of aware of myself enough that I can be like, okay, you know, this scene's not working for music right now. I'm just going to go create ambience for something else instead. You know, I'll just switch off of it and do something else for a bit and come back. Um, But a lot of the time, like this example that I showed you guys, I'm just super excited to do it anyways. And then stuff kind of starts falling into place pretty quickly. Um, so to get back to the original question, which is what would you say is the most difficult, um, deciding how I'm going to tackle everything is probably the most difficult uh, element. So when we like comparing Lord of the Rings to wheel of time, the wheel of time is a lot more point of view than Lord of the Rings is. And Game of Thrones is like way, way more point of view than, than that. And so just thinking about how is that going to be reflected in all of the elements of the soundscape, you know, does Perrin hear 
more of the ambience than the other characters, probably. Uh, are we going to have character themes or are we going to have uh, like an Emmons Field theme instead? You know, where if I'm talking about Harry Potter, there's probably not going to be character themes for everything. There's going to be like a Joy of Magic theme. There's going to be like a Hogwarts theme, you know, things like that instead of every character. So deciding what fits the world best in terms of approach is probably the most time consuming and the most tricky because, you know, I want people like you to listen to it and be like, this feels right. And, you know, if you listen to a movie that Hans Zimmer scored, a lot of the time it's not necessarily a theme score. It's like a, I call it more of a feel score. <laughs> so it's about the emotion of the scene that they're trying to evoke versus Lord of the Rings where there's more than a hundred themes for different characters and things. So there's different approaches to that. And with, you know, something with like Wheel of Time, there might be certain chapters that need to be theme-based and certain certain chapters that need to be feel-based. Uh, so thinking all of that through is the is the most time consuming and the and the trickiest i think um so that's a super long-winded way of answering that first question it is perfect <laughs> um I, don't know, I, I can't even fathom it like i, I couldn't imagine even trying I'm, to do it like if somebody looked at me and said you have to do soundscape for even a chapter out of the wheel of time uh, I'm pretty sure I would just like freeze, be like <laughs> ultimate stage fright, just be like ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, Do you great. accept the kazoo? <laughs> <laughs> I also have to, uh, you know, get some flute playing out for when uh, when the guys are going in to in and they're juggling and playing flute and stuff. When you need someone who's really bad at the flute, I will go down to my local music store and get the recorder <laughs> and be like. And play really terrible music for you. See, and even that, like, Tom, Tom would be like, "Oh, what is that?" <laughs> even that question, though. I got you. I got you. What kind of what kind of harp do they play? What kind of flute do they play? What makes the most sense? You know, all those kind of things that you got to try and think about. Um, awesome question here from Road to Tarvalon. I, I was just putting it on there. We're on the same page because we're both Hufflepuffs. Um, That's right. Yes, the pre-orders, if you want to lend your voice to the project, the pre-order is how you can do that. So any, you know, and I have this awesome software that will take your voice and turn it into like a monster sound. So if you literally just, you know, in our mics right now went and did some like pretend roars, I could turn that into like what would sound like a Trolloc. So now it'd be super awesome if I actually just took that audio that you just did and then put that in. But yes. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, Forty five my of my dollars. Do whatever you want with any of this audio. So I was about to say this whole episode is yours. I'll just we are your playground, sir. I'll Play just have it us. super quietly in one of the ends. You know, if you listen really carefully, oh. you can hear you guys. Don't. Don't, it's a trollic that only tease. Perrin hears, like don't in the far tease. distance. <laughs> I can the Lord hear the of the Rings coming from a mile away. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, uh, because, and this is something that people can look forward to. Um, 
when I do the Kickstarter, you can sign up to be a voice role and to be a guest musician, actually, for those Kickstarters. Um, but for Lord of the Rings, I had a lot of those little Easter egg moments. You know, uh, I had a couple voice role people that could speak a couple words in in uh, Old English. So we put that in for when the Rohan, when they visit Rohan, and you'll hear in the distance, you know, a couple <laughs> Old English phrases and things like that. So lots of little Easter eggs and fun to, to put in. So being part of it is, it is pretty fun. So do you I remember your that. second question? Because there was one a long time ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I've moved on to like eight different things from now. <laughs> Currently I'm putting in my credit card information to prepay a question the, rose over the mountains of mist that's right <laughs> only to be forgotten in the west wind uh also did i mention i'm like extremely add over here i was i was gonna say as you see if you can remember your other question um i can pull up that other sample that you guys originally heard if you want uh because someone mentioned Does... it in the chat way at the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is uh, I'm never going to say no to more of that because <laughs> damn, sir. That one is just a temporary, well, semi-temporary test, but still fun to, to listen to it. I think. So... Pull out the old other earbud. <laughs> so no idea what your other question was though. None. So my brain says that we addressed both issues. So probably I talked for long enough to make it count I mean, for both, <laughs> which is fine. Which which you done did the you done did the did, sir. <laughs> we'll see if this uploads quickly. Let's, it says one oh minute, God. so we're good. We can we uh, can talk for a minute. Um, what? Do a podcast and talk for a minute? I don't know. How. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> No, this is it. We can talk for a minute, and then everybody just. <laughs> um, I was so actually, I actually did have something to mention really quickly. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. I, as much as possible, and with Lord of the Rings, I did this in my Discord, so people can join the Discord if they want, and uh, you know, look at updates for all the different projects and things like that, and hear what other people think, but. I ask a lot of kind of questions in general to my discord and to other people that I know, know this stuff well, because there's no, like I have no sense of, I don't know, I guess ownership over the world or anything like that. Like I want to hear what, you know, if I do up a sample of what something sounds like for a weave or something like that, I want to hear what everyone thinks. I want to hear if we collectively kind of agree that that sounds pretty cool and if not, then I'll, you know, I'll go for something different. So um, if you're interested in being part of that kind of talk, then you can join the Discord as well. Yeah, send us send us your Discord link, and uh, we'll Definitely. put it in the description below as well. Cool. I will do that. If it's not already sure. there. I've had trouble gotcha. choosing, the, uh, choosing the expiring Discord link before, so I'll try and make sure I get the... Oh. Correct that's one. that's a struggle like we've had that too i think i think our website is is finally the non-expiring link plus yeah it might be okay who knows but we haven't had anybody join the discord in a while so 
maybe they click on it. It's like link expired. No one loves you. And <laughs> That's like, why you too. Black Tower. Fuck you too. <laughs> they don't want me. All right, I got this. I got this sample. Really good job, guys. We right. bought the time pretty well. This All one doesn't right, have a fancy remember, video. Put both of your headphones in. Let's. And again, this is just a. Maybe some elements are temporary, but I just wanted to play around because how can you not with this first scene? The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of mist. And we're going to pause because it was the wrong version. Don't! <laughs> you know what I was excited about, though, is that Wolf Brother earlier in the chat had mentioned that's this why I wanted. That's passage. why I wanted to bring it up. And then I, oh. and then I go ahead and post the wrong one. How funny is that? Yeah. <laughs> tease. Uh, let me find it. I got to find it. It's a tease it. for the tease. It's a, it's a tease tease. Uh, time to do our, our professional thing and riff for another few minutes that's right we're professionals jordan's also a professional yeah this is definitely my first day <laughs> um i love i i love i look no matter what you're doing right now please go over follow jordan on uh youtube uh go to his website <laughs> The road to Tarvalon is a thoroughly teased. <laughs> Mark that right. down is at least one success. <laughs> Great success. See, it's all uh, about Wolf Brother, labeling. Like, hang in there for just a second. We're going to get you that sample that you yeah, want. The way, the way it should be. The way it should be. Uh, just like Robert Jordan, the way uh, once Jordan was, Reynolds. The way it is, is it Reynolds or Reynolds? <laughs> it's whatever you feel like. I don't. It's whatever really I mind. feel like. So Jordan, whatever I feel like, uh, also <laughs> does Smith. eight different versions, <laughs> like uh, like RJ did. So you know, this is this is this is perfection. This is how it works. All right, I got it. Good job again. Now it's going to be. Right. If this isn't it, then we just. We just call it. We just end the call. We just go with it. We just go with it. He just disappeared. He's like, hey, where'd it go? <laughs> Cancel the whole project. He's like, he's like, I no longer consent to my voice being used on this show. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of mist. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time, but it was a beginning. Born below the ever cloud capped peaks that gave the mountains their name, wind blew east out across the sand hills, once the shore of a great ocean before the breaking of the world. Down it flailed into the two rivers, into the tangled forest called the Westwood, and beat at two men walking with a cart and horse down the rock-strewn track called the Quarry Road. 
For all that spring should have come a good month since, the wind carried an icy chill as if it would rather bear snow. Gusts plastered Randolph Thor's cloak to his back, whipped the earth-colored wool around his legs, then streamed it out behind him. He wished his coat were heavier, or that he had worn an extra shirt. Half the time when he tried to tug the cloak back around him, it caught on the quiver swinging at his hip. There we go. Oh, yes. I just, I, just, I, I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He loved it. He loved it. <laughs> Success. The, pro- the project can continue. Yeah. It's like the moment <gasps> that you hear the the wagon wheels. Like, oh. I, I know every reader just went like, we're, damn, Rand, they're right there. They're right there. <laughs> I, that, right? We're there. We're there. We're on the quarry road. <laughs> And we're like, there's Rand and Oh, there we go. Jordan has done an hour and a half what Josh hasn't been able to do in days, if not weeks, <laughs> not months. In years. Uh, so. We also got oh, God. here. Hi. Yep, we got Carrie's one of our first time readers. She has not finished the story. Uh, Carrie, you'll, you'll be happy to know that uh, after the live, uh, you will have access to this early episode. This is a spoiler-free episode, so you can go back and watch the whole thing. And you're definitely, for all those of you who are listening, you're definitely going to want to go back and listen because we have a previous sample earlier in this episode that you also need to hear that is just, it's at the end of the Eye of the World. So if you haven't read the end of the Eye of the World, careful. But it also, it's kind of, it's like mild spoilery. You don't know what's happening at the yeah, same time. Until bit... I explain what's happening, and then it yeah. becomes a real spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, this is how the last book ends. <laughs> right. And by the way, spoiler, Thanos appears at the end. He's the real dark one. <laughs> um, Jordan, thank you so much. Thank you so not not thank just for being here tonight because I am I am supremely grateful for that. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing those uh, those samples with us. Um, thank you for giving us the opportunity to kind of share this out to the world because um, not only am I a big fan of soundscapes, and not only do I, I I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are also a big fan of soundscapes, but when you when you combine that with the passion that people have with the wheel of time. Oh God. I, I feel like you've, you've really kind of, you've hit something. Yeah. You, you've, you've hit something well, special you. here. Yeah. Um, and I, that's not to say that, you know, I know your previous work is with uh, Tolkien with the works of Tolkien and that's not to like dis dis uh, disenfranchise anything there because those are very special too. Um, and I look forward to uh, to listening to those. Um, but uh, j- just gratitude. Like, I-, I am so grateful for you here. Uh, thank you. Special shout out to Road to Tarvalon uh, for-, for sending you our way. Definitely. Um, I'm-, I'm super excited for that. I'm super happy for that. And uh, we are definitely going to be painting your name um, on a couple of other places. Uh, we want to get you out there. Uh, seriously, we want to make you famous because I want to hear there, there are scenes in the books that I want to hear you do. Um, oh my and, God. And that's the big thing. Like uh, doing eye of the world is like something that I'm going to do. And if I get pre-orders, then that's awesome, but it's not like pivotal. 
but like this is all I do, I guess you could say. Like this is my full time job. So, you know, when the when time comes for Kickstarters and stuff like that, that's really that's really how I can make these things happen, right? So, uh, uh, I appreciate it. Really can't wait for you to do uh, my my favorite scene, which is uh, everything from page one of Eye of the World to the last page <laughs> Memory of Life. <laughs> okay, yeah. I thought just you do, were about you know, just to that say... one little favorite scene of mine, you know. I thought, I thought you were about hours. to say the igloo scene, and I was like, "Sir." I mean, <laughs> if, sir. I, if I don't hear, if I don't hear, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's where that's where the music comes in, and I'll let your imagination. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I, I can hear the bad mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Burt Reynolds energy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, one more time, one last time. I know it's in the description below, but tell the people where they can find you. Oh my God. Yes. Carrie, you, you, you beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. You, yes, that mm, mm, it's going to be great stuff to come. Jordan, tell us one last time where they can find you. Everybody else listening, leave comments below. What scenes in the Wheel of Time are you most excited to hear uh, with a, a soundscape behind it? Um, and uh, go to Jordan's YouTube, leave comments on there, uh, pre-order The Eye of the World, uh, like I just did, because I'm, I'm, I can't Thank wait. You. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kicking off my reread of the series with your... With your with your soundscape, I'm I'm reading Warbreaker. How, how right cool now. it would be to do like a like a Zoom get together where everyone just listens to it as a reread concept. Can right? we do a book club? Can we do a there book club, go. Jordan? Soundscape like for book real. club. Let's do that. I, I'm dead serious. Can we do that? <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> okay, so stay tuned because we're gonna be doing some. We're gonna be having some fun with Jordan. We're gonna be using and abusing him. Uh, Jordan, one last time, tell everybody where you are, where they can find you, and why they need to support you. <laughs> so, yeah, my website, jordanrenells.com, is where all the soundscapes are, and you can get the pre-orders there. You can get the pre-orders for uh, Eye of the World, the first Harry Potter, the Game of Thrones, and The Hobbit, and The Silmarillion, but Lord of the Rings is already done, and... Yeah, YouTube is where I upload, like, I guess you could say, like, tastes of the ambience if you want to, you know, hang out in Emmons Field. But, you know, when we finally get the soundscape, it'll be specific, like I said, not just a, you know, a two-hour kind of ambience for Emmons Field. It'll be specific to the chapter. Um, so what you get on YouTube is not like a full... Uh, representation i guess you could say of the experience though like i said before the lord of the ring there's there's things called full sample chapters check those out because those are for lord of the rings a full like the full soundscape audio also i didn't mention this before so and i don't think i've ever even mentioned it to you guys so the other thing that you can do is when you get the soundscape like when you buy lord of the rings as an example you get access to a podcast feed 
where you can play all of the soundscape files however you want wherever you are right so it's just a podcast feed that's private so that you can check it out um you know throw on oh i want to listen to this chapter i want to listen to this chapter wherever but you'll also get access to a private google drive so you can download them for yourself but the cool thing is there's different mixes on there so you'll get the full version with everything you'll get the ambience only version so no music no sound effects you'll also get the ambience and sound effects version so if you just don't feel like having the music on you can do it that way you can have the music only version without the ambience and the sound effects and so there's all these different versions and uh you know just endless ways to uh, experience the story so wow. that's already that's already for lord of the rings uh and actually not to go down further rabbit holes but with lord of the rings there's different uh as there are for almost every story there's different audiobooks in different languages and so uh, slowly not right away but slowly i'll be retiming things to fit you know the french audiobook the the German audio book and things like that. So if you're like, okay, I'm I'm good in English. I listen to it. Let's listen to it in a different language. Uh, you can try that too. Uh, I've listened to it in English. Now I want to listen to it in British. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't kill me, Rob. Or eventually, <laughs> um, if she finishes all of them, which I'm sure she will, I can eventually retime it to Rosamond's version of the audiobooks as well. So. And they're not that far off. I've checked before. It's only like a you know, minute or two difference between the two of them. So it shouldn't be too tricky. But that'll be down I, the road. It, it, it is rare that we have a guest that leaves me feeling like <laughs> I feel right now. With, with, with excitement. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> with extreme disappointment. <laughs> Uh, but it's not released yet. That's why. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I am. I am so excited, Jordan. Uh, clearly, you have immeasurable talent. Like I said, I, I, I'm going to share this everywhere. Uh, I want everybody to see this. I want everybody to have you on their show. Um, I want. I want this to get out, and I want you to have a Wheel of Time Kickstarter eventually. That that be breaks awesome. we Kickstarter records. I don't care. I want it. Also, Carrie. I love, I love that you brought this up because we have been peer pressuring him into, to WatCon for like three days now. <laughs> and that's the one that's in July, right? Yes. yes that's the one that's in July. It's in Columbus. July Ohio. is a great month, you know, not just because of WatCon and my birthday and, you know, your projected date for Eye of the World. But, you know, if it's available come like July 15th as a day, that would just be. I mean, fantastic. That'd be something. Someone, someone might could arrange for you to unveil it at WatCon. I mean, could be a thing. <laughs> could be a thing. Could be a thing. Um, could be. Uh, also, uh, so link to the pre-order for the Eye of the World soundscape is in the description down below. Uh, go and check it out. And also, don't forget you can use code Tower Twenty Five to get. 25% off your purchases over on Jordan's website. So uh, go spend all the monies. Uh, we know in the U.S. here it's tax season, so refunds are coming in. Uh, and this would That's be an right. incredible use of a small so you portion have no of excuse. your <laughs> <laughs> Go and do it. Get the word out. Share it to all of your friends, especially all of your audiobook friends. Um, 
And it's definitely going to get someone like me that doesn't really do audiobooks into audiobooks. I'm going to have to make sure I get all the files. <laughs> collect them all. I'm excited. <laughs> collect them all. I am beyond excited. Um, the, the... And we'll have to we'll have to have you on again in the future as you as you go through this. Um, you know, as you have time and we can make it work in the schedule. We can even uh, do like a listening party where we just toss on one of the chapters and. And We've we, already got you on the hook for a book club. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't even, don't play, sir. That would be We're here. So We're fun. sold. We're in. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you all for uh, listening. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. A, a, a part of an extremely exciting episode of the Black Tower podcast. Um, I want to say thank you to our guests, uh, Jordan, thank you thank so you much guys. for being here. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you so much for your talents. We're looking forward to seeing what you can do. I'm going to say thank you for my new background here. Uh, this is a, a rendition of the construction of the Black Tower. Uh, if you know her and you, if you know her, you love her. Her name is Tree Hugger. She's the best. She's a talented artist. She takes commissions. This is one that I commissioned for the construction of the Black Tower. Um, I'm looking forward to soundscapes. I'm looking forward to conventions. I'm looking forward to seeing your smiling faces again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's Dose of Taint. <laughs> we thank you for being here. Uh, from all of us here at the Black Tower, I have been Josh, your Sorovan Mihail. And uh, wherever you are in the world, we hope you leave here just a little bit more insane than you were when you first got here. And I have been Andrew. You're officially blown away, Mahale. <laughs> oh. Now I'm going to be like, duh. I'm going to go to sleep excited. to that tonight. I don't even know if I can go to sleep tonight. Yeah. I mean, I have enough problems going to sleep half the time anyway. I don't know if I can do it now. I like... Every time the there's a thunderstorm, and I live in the southeast, so it's pretty frequent coming up here in the spring. Every thunderstorm, I'm just going to be Lightning sitting in the came. recliner, <laughs> just thinking about <laughs> Eye of the World <laughs> and Jordan's incredible talent uh, with shaping an you entire guys are scene far too kind. Audio. I mean, you're far too talented. This shouldn't be <laughs> Thank you! I was about to say that. No. <laughs> He's a witch! <laughs> <laughs> so, but thank you all again everyone go we can't say it enough go and check out all jordan stuff it's all in the description down below show your support share it out spread it out spread the love um and this episode is live on uh the 19th ish 16th Next Friday, whatever that is, because I know that helps. Uh, the fr out it's the Friday. It's the morning of the sixteenth. So if it's the morning yeah. of the sixteenth, happy Friday morning to you. Yeah. Share this out and let everybody know that they can get uh, some teasers and sneak peeks at some of Jordan's amazing work on the Wheel of Time. But like Josh said earlier, thank you all so much from uh, the Black Tower Podcast for being here. We love you all, and we'll see you again next week for another episode of our show. <laughs>